The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. This is our Senior Moments Day. So if you're a senior citizen or if you have a loved one who is, we always have some great information to pass on to you. And our friend Erin Keo Rankin from Arosa Care is with us this morning. Erin, good morning. Good morning, Bart. How are you? Doing great. Good to have you with us on this cool morning. I know. I love it. Love <laughs> it this just, cold it's, air. It's wonderful outside. It's great. Very and crisp. And the leaves are gorgeous. Beautiful time of the year. You That's brought right. a friend with you today. I did, I did. And so, so happy that Dr. David Hutchings was able to join us this morning. Yep. Good to have you with us, Dr. Hutchings. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little about your background so people can have a, a better idea of your area of expertise. Absolutely. So I initially um, started a private practice uh, focusing in dementia and Alzheimer's disease uh, with the evaluation, treatment, setting the medication protocols, dementia staging. Um, to be honest, the practice got a little bit uh, too heavy for me to handle by myself. So about a year and a half ago, I uh, mar- merged my private practice with Blue Sky House Calls. And we service about uh, 70 different um, independent assisted living memory care units throughout Middle Tennessee and about uh, 2,000 patients. That word house calls, we don't hear too much (laughs) when you refer to doctors anymore. So you actually make house calls. So I primarily see patients in assisted living, independent living, memory care, um, but I still am one of these old school docs that likes to see patients in their actual houses. Yes, sir. Thank goodness. We need that, don't we? Mm, Absolutely. Let me ask you this, uh, with dementia and Alzheimer's disease, it seems that that is increasing. And for some reason, Tennessee seems to be getting a lot of these cases, more than some other places. Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're 100% correct. Uh, and we're seeing it increase for a couple reasons. Um, number one, people are living longer. Um, they're also living longer with chronic diseases. So increased you know, congestive heart failure and all these other conditions, diabetes increases our, re- our risk for developing dementia, cardiovascular disease. Um, but also we're able to identify a lot more types of dementia than before. Um, you know, we look at only Alzheimer's as being one form, but there's many, many different types. So it's very critical that we have a specialist involved that can identify what type we have that way we, and also the stage, but we also medication regimens change based on the type of dementia that we have. Now, uh, are there ways to control these diseases, the dementia diseases? There are. Um, I mean, you know, primarily, uh, it sounds crazy, but if I said that the majority of dementias are actually fixable and curable, they are. Um, But the progressive ones that we know, like Alzheimer's or vascular or Lewy body dementia, those types, um, are, are not you know, we cannot slow those down, but primarily our, our goal is to uh, improve quality of life and control symptoms like paranoia, anxiety, sleep issues, sundowning, those types of things. We have a question here that just came in on text messages and a listener is asking uh, if you know some of the symptoms, are there symptoms? And if you know those and you notice them in your loved ones, uh, if you have early diagnosis, is that good for uh, uh, some type of prolonging uh, their life 
expectancy. We, absolutely. We, we definitely want to be able to diagnose as early as possible. And this is a, is a disease, no matter what type of dementia that we have, we, that we do not want to get behind the disease. So once we have a diagnosis, we actually stage the, the person on a zero to seven scale and it goes down to the decimal point. So at that point, we not only can we set the right medications for those patients based on the type, but I can actually go to the patient's family and say, hey, within six months, this is the next decision that we're going to have to make. Um, so not only does it help the patient that we're ahead of the disease, but it also helps the caregiver. And we have to think about this as a disease that we not only have to treat the patient, but we also have to treat the family and the caregiver as well. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Arosa Care is very helpful in this area, too. Yes, yes. Absolutely. We actually have uh, quite a few uh, of our clients that have been diagnosed with dementia. And so we certainly reach out to Dr. David Hutchings and say, can you assist us in helping our client? Because it's not, as, as Dr. Hutchings says, it's not only the client or the patient, him or herself, it's also the familial unit and then those outside that, that circle of support and all. But from a care management, absolutely, that is something that we actually advocate for our clients. And people view us sometimes as a professional daughter right so that way the actual bio daughter and family members can tend to their life and let us focus on the patient and um, also walk hand in hand with a specialist like dr hutchings another question here from a listener they're asking uh, if you have a loved one with dementia uh, does that mean that you are a candidate for it yourself um, it's always good to, if you have a family history, uh, to make sure that you are getting tested, uh, you know, by your physician. Um, and also if you're picking up on things that are a little bit more challenging for you to do that you've done before, uh, you know, if it's cooking recipes or whatever it may be, that's just a little more challenging. I mean, age related changes to the brain is normal. Um, but forgetting how to do things that you've always been able to do and having more challenges are not, that's not normal part of aging with, with in terms of the brain. So uh, normal, t you know, making sure you're up to date, making sure you're checking your thyroid, B12 levels, all those types of things are very critical too, because it may not be dementia. It could be something different. Now, based on that very first question that we had in from a listener uh, and expanding it just a little bit, what are some of the symptoms or some of the warning signs of any of the dementia diseases? You know, I think there's a there's a whole host of them, but I think the ones that I see the most are a change in personality. Um, you know, certainly forgetting how to uh, find words and and you know express what you want to say, uh, and then also just you know some short term memory issues and, all, and 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 a lot of times we see patients with sleep issues and and also paranoia and and we see increased depression and increased social isolation because they know something's kind of going on with them. So, um, you know, looking for those types of symptoms that are early on are critical to make sure that we have the diagnosis early. Now, if you are concerned after hearing that, if you are concerned and you've mentioned it to your family practitioner, which I guess would be your first contact in the medical world, mm -hmm. um, should they be alerted or can they tell you? whether or not you need to go to a, a specialist absolutely so what we what i would what i always do is i order a thyroid panel first and then we uh, order some mris to see what's going on if there's anything there and then once we go from there we certainly want to look at referring over to neurology or even an alzheimer's specialist like myself so 
there is a connection to a thyroid issue? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, dementia is actually an acronym. Uh, so the D stands for depression. It can stand for drugs. Like we have polypharmacy. A lot of medications can cause memory issues. Um, so the E is for the more of the endocrine system. So definitely looking at the thyroid to make sure that our levels are all correct. Um, and, you know, once we start having memory issues, sometimes we automatically say Alzheimer's. And sometimes a lot of, I can tell you on a weekly basis, I see patients that have a diagnosis of Alzheimer's that don't have Alzheimer's. They may have a different form of dementia or they may be having some, some other issues that are causing the memory issues. I guess really Alzheimer's is the one that gets the most publicity. It does. It's the one that you think of. It is. So, but you said there's a host of dementia diseases. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There are uh, about 85 different things that can cause wow. somebody to have dementia. Uh, Alzheimer's tends to be, it, it makes up about, I think about 70 to 73% of the cases. Um, but, you know, there are other forms like Lewy body, like vascular dementia, um, uh, frontal temporal lobe dementias, Parkinson's related dementia. So there's a, all, there's a host of different kinds out there. Um, and if we treat uh, a certain type of dementia with wrong medications, we have, um, we can literally make the dementia worse. So uh, I use the uh, example of cancer all the time. If we had uh, a cancer diagnosis, my question would be, what type of cancer do I have? What stage is it in? And how are we going to treat it? And I think that's what our listeners here should be asking their physicians, too. If, if we have a diagnosis, those should be the exact same questions that we should ask. Yeah. And as far as for visual learners, right, one thing that helped me many years ago, if you can just envision the umbrella and the an umbrella has very many spokes. And so the umbrella itself is dementia, right? You can right. look at that. And then different spokes are different types of dementia. And Alzheimer's is just one of the many spokes in an umbrella. Well said. Yep. Thank you. That, that is excellent. A good way to put it. Uh, for people who still are not certain whether they have dementia, and if they are not seeing a family practitioner on a regular basis, what approach should they take? Well, I think, first of all, seeing your primary care doctor would be initial. If they don't have one, certainly get one for sure. Um, but then also, you know, looking at your overall day-to-day -day life. Is, is, is there memory problems that are affecting your day-to-day -day life? And then we certainly have some, we have an issue that we need to look into. Um, but I think it's, it is critical to make sure we have primary care established. Um, and that's one thing I love about practicing with Blue Sky House Calls is because they have primary care doctors that do house calls. Oh, okay. So yeah. th this takes in a whole different variety of treatments. Yes, sir. Have. All right. We're talking this morning about dementia. We're talking about all of the different diseases that fit under that category. Didn't know until Dr. Hutchings shared that with us this morning. We're talking about a lot of different diseases, 80 or so, mm -hmm. or more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and why, I'm glad you said that this is happening because we're living longer and, and have other parts of our body wearing out. Uh, you know, everybody's afraid, well, this is happening because it's something we're eating or something we're doing or not doing. <laughs> Right, right, and, and and that's the thing is we're I'm almost going to talk uh, two sides of my mouth right now. I mean, we we are living longer, but we're not. We're living longer with chronic diseases. Mm -hmm. So with living longer, uh, the chance of developing just late onset Alzheimer's disease at the age of eighty increases to about fifty percent, whether we have a history or not. So a lot of my family members say, well, you know, my mom had dementia or my dad had dementia. Just because we have that gene doesn't necessarily mean we're going to acquire the condition. Uh, in, in late onset Alzheimer's. Now, other dementias can be quite a bit different. So 
if people are listening and thinking, I've made it to 80 or I've made it to 85 or 90, that doesn't mean that you've passed the point where it's going to get you. It increases, it sounds like. It, it does. Uh, you know, eventually, if you live long enough, um, you know, you, uh, you, you, you're you going to miss that bus. You know, um, we were just talking in the lobby a second ago. My grandmother turned 100 last weekend, you know. So, uh, but, you know, again, the, the difference between normal aging and dementia is that the, the brain just kind of slows down in processing. It's like a computer. Um, and so just, you know, we've all walked into a room and forget why we walk in there. That, that thing, those things are normal. But or, forgetting how to do routine things yeah. is not. Misplacing your keys, that's pretty right popular. Right? It's pretty yeah. common. Paranoia about money, that's yes. something that we see very often. Yeah. But if you go out to the grocery store and get lost, that's something that's else. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. How do you find those things about family members? I mean... Usually they don't share that, or do they not even know Such it? Such a stigma. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I, I come across it's either one of two ends of the spectrum. Uh, families that are really involved that really want to talk about it, or the other end that they want to ignore it. Um, if we ignore it, then we, just as like I said earlier, we're going to get behind the disease process. So it, it's really critical that we, that we are open, we talk about it. Um, and then we, we have treatments that can help improve memory, especially if we, if we identify it early. Let's talk a little about uh, the end results of dementia. Is it always fatal? It is. Um, when we look at the progressive neurological dementias like Alzheimer's, um, you know, it, it, it is it is fatal. Yes, sir. Um, but it's really, you know, if we can control the symptoms, that's that's the key part of that. Um, and then also, you know, I, I'm, I'm when I'm doing the dementia staging and I can come to the family and say, OK, we're at a stage 6.0 right now. And at, a, at point six point four, we're going to need we may need hospice. So I'm literally preparing that patient, not only the family, but also preparing the patient that uh, what's going to be coming next. What a great advocate you are. That's for sure. I was just thinking, too, as this progression happens Mm -hmm. that's where having professionals like arosa care who are trained to watch this that's right walk alongside them help educate them provide the emotional psycho uh, social support absolutely because it is a, a like i said earlier it's it's a family i mean it's more than just the patient him or herself so many other people are involved in that individual's life and uh, it's, it's kind of like the slow goodbye, right? And uh, so it's a, the anticipatory grief process that we're uh, assisting them with. I think that's a, that's a tremendous point <clears throat> because what I see from families is that it, it, you are going through the stages of grief. And it's not like you go through a denial check that's over right. and you go to the next one. But, you know, you, we, and that's what Arosa does such a great job with is, is really assisting the families going through the stages of grief because, I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a horrible disease. It is. Um, but if you have resources like Arosa that can step you through that and work you through the stages of grief and you stay ahead of that disease process uh it can it can make it a little bit easier for the Mm -hmm. patient and the families yeah is there any consistent time frame period of time that uh people go through dementia i mean is is this a one year disease two years or or what? So it depends on the type. Um, you know, Lewy body dementia patients, uh, um, frontal temporal lobe dementia patients, they progress a little bit faster. Early onset Alzheimer's disease progresses a little bit faster. Um, but once I have the type of dementia um, identified, 
uh, and diagnosed, then once we do the staging, then I can come to the family and say, okay, you are a 4.2, which means we have moderate cognitive impairments. I can say within the next 18 to 24 months, then you're going to go from 4.2 to 5.2. So literally I can get, I can predict the what's coming next from a, from a symptomology standpoint, but also how it will progress. We have a text here from a listener who's asking a very personal question. They're saying they have a relative and the relative's husband says that his wife has deep dementia. It has gone into deep dementia. Is that a medical term they're wondering, or what does that mean? That is uh, not a medical term, no. And um, again, I, th I think we brought up a great point with the umbrella. So mm -hmm. it, right now we're, by listening to that question, I, I'm hearing an umbrella of just, that's like saying you have cancer. Right. We don't know if it's lung cancer or brain cancer. We don't know what it is. So I think identifying the type would be critical right there. Um, but when we say deep dementia, we need to be a lot more specific on the actual staging to figure out exactly what stage this person is in. Okay, so and that's a term, I guess, that a non-experienced person might use, mm -hmm. saying things are bad, but we don't know that much about it. Exactly. Well, Bart, you mentioned as far as the inexperience, right? But, um, Dr. Hutchings, how common is it for, um, say, neurologists to maybe misdiagnose? Or the PCP, right? So they're going to start out with the primary care physician. Then if they're attuned to that, they're going to refer on to what, a neurologist? Mm -hmm. How common is it for neurologists in your findings? Uh, extremely common. Uh, what I also find is that uh, a lot of doctors are somewhat hesitant um, on, mm. on you know, saying this is Alzheimer's okay. or this is a form of dementia. Um, and then also, you know, in their behalf, though, they are seeing, you know, 30, 40, True. 50 patients a day. Um, where, where how we've set it up with Blue Sky is, is I spend, a, if I'm, especially if I'm diagnosing, I'm spending at least an hour with that patient and that patient's family to not only give a diagnosis, but tell them like, here's our road plan moving forward. Um, but it happens all the time. Yeah. I, I see Alzheimer's misdiagnosed literally on, on almost on a daily basis. And I would think it would be very helpful for the patient, for the families when they do have that appointment with the PCP and or followed up with the neurologist to have all their ducks in a row, be as specific as possible. Start noting the date, the time, the behavior, things of that nature, because the more prepared you are going into a medical appointment, the more helpful that professional can assist and i think the piggyback on that too is one of the things that we do is we also do a full neurocognitive assessment um, not only to identify what's wrong but in medicine we're trained to figure out what's wrong and how to fix it well in dementia we kind of need to look at the other way True. other end of the coin too is figure out what can this patient still do because ultimately we want to keep that patient in their home for as long as possible yes quality of life is so important Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment, check on the traffic and weather. We'll be back. We've got some more questions. And if you have a question, you don't even have to get on the air with us. A lot of people don't want to talk about this, but you can text us and we won't know who you are. I mean, you can be anonymous as can be. Nobody's going to say, I recognize that voice. Mm -hmm. Text us at 615-893-1450. We're talking this morning about dementia and all of the diseases that uh, go along with that. Visiting with us from Arosa Care, Era Keo Rankin, and also her guest, Dr. David Hutchings. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
This is Chip Walters, and you're listening to Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station. Yeah, we got them. MTSU Sports on WGNS AM, FM, online. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurants. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. You can get those options on the menu online at www.demasrestaurants.com. You can make the decisions that you want to make before you come in. We have options ranging from grilled chicken to fish. You can get it with a side of green beans or spinach or even zucchini. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner at Demas's. The sunrise puffs up above the horizon. So glad to see you today. I'm Amy Watson. And I'm Ben Hill. Welcome to News Channel 5 this morning. Time to fill your day with something more than a routine. This is Sky 5 Live as uh, every day there's a brand new skyscraper <laughs> going up. This is where we connect. Come on, y'all. We are alive. We are well. We Laugh. <laughs> see the beauty of the morning. When you look out this morning in that sunrise, you get the prettiest picture. Uh, News Channel 5 helps you out the Traffic door. Traffic anchor Rebecca joins us now with the latest. The good news is there are pretty easy alternate routes. With something more than news, weather, and traffic. News Channel 5's Nick Barris is in our Good News Alert Center this morning. <laughs> Take a good look girl. right there at this dog. Yes, it's something to lift your spirits. Wow. If that doesn't get you going, then we need to have a chit-chat. Ben, Amy, Leland, Nikki D, Rebecca, and Nick. We are here to get you yeah. revved up and going. A better day. It's Wednesday. It is day. Starts this morning. News Channel 5 this morning. Hello, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. Don't let your dog be bored this fall. Come see us at Animal City for some of the best toys to keep them entertained and engaged. Come see us at Animal City and let our 32 years experience benefit you and your pets. Come check out our selection here at Animal City. We have freshwater, saltwater, corals, and more. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Good morning. Still heavy traffic, but it's moving 24 westbound and through the Hickory Hollow area. All the traffic headed towards Davidson County out of Rutherford County. A little bit of radar out here this morning, 840, mostly over in Wilson County this morning. Do be careful. Hey, for customized Tennessee hoodies, shirts, if you're a UT Vol fan, check out this website, RockyTopTNShirts.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon, high in the upper 60s. Northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, low near 44. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 38. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. I'm Ken Coleman. Join me here on News Radio WGNS weekdays live at noon as we answer your questions about your calling, passion, and talent to maximize your potential. Good morning and welcome back to our broadcast. Today's topic focusing on senior moments. And today we're focusing on memories and things of that sort. And visiting with us from Arosa Care, Aaron Keo Rankin, and also Dr. David Hutchings, a licensed geriatric speech and language pathologist who specializes in geriatric uh, diseases. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. 
Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are Good you Good morning, Bart, and your guest. Good morning. Guess who this is? I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> do know. Let me it's tell you the all. famous Casey. <laughs> let me tell you. To the world and great old Mothersburg, you all is talking. Everybody better be listening today because at one time, Bart, you remember the wonderful world of music bands and clubs and churches you know, music was just everywhere, right? Yes, absolutely. They used to call me a walking jukebox. Because <laughs> I could play with different groups, which I did, and I played in bands and I played in clubs, and I was, they just call the songs off, and I'd call the songs off in a row, and everybody said, Casey, what key we in? What key we in? But then, all of a sudden, you know, the, they closed the clubs down, even the church is closed down, and everybody just went to nothing. I'm like, everybody said, what are we going to do? What we? I said, and, and, look, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what doesn't happen. Point. That's a very good point. And does that relate also to Alzheimer's dementia if you don't use it? I'm telling you. Yeah, you'll lose it. So, yeah, and, and actually uh, that boils down to uh, a, a what we call principles of neuropathology or uh, um, neurophysiology and, and neuroplasticity. So he's right. Um, I'm a fellow piano player and I haven't sat down at the piano for, for several months. And I sat down the other day and realized I couldn't play near as well as I could a year ago. So, um, so he's right. I mean, that's, that's not really a, um, a dementia thing per se, but it's just kind of a loss of motor movement from just not using it. One thing too, I think that we can bring off of this conversation that Casey brought up is how music you hear a song even if you have dementia and and you're not able to communicate well but you hear a song and suddenly it all comes back for right. for the moment of that song what is the reason for so it's that? fascinating um when you introduce me you introduce me as a speech language pathologist but i'm also a neuropathologist so that just means i have a lot of student loans <laughs> number one um but uh, uh I, I was doing a lecture one time down in alabama uh, at the university of alabama and they had had uh, a music therapist come on afterwards and we use music a lot of times with our alzheimer's dementia patients and they showed imaging f not mri but fmri imaging of music and you can literally see the brain just light mm -hmm. up um, yeah. and it really calms patients. So uh, the use of music is wonderful um, and it does it does exercise a lot of things in the brain. Well, people like Tony Bennett, uh, he has been written up recently as having a, a dementia and not being able to really communicate. Mm -hmm. But he has a pianist play each day for him to rehearse and you hit the song you know start the song and suddenly he is uh, a different person he mm -hmm. remembers every word he goes right through it and yeah. all of those concerts that we have seen with lady gaga on tv have been in this stage of his life yeah. i had a patient the other day that uh was almost completely aphasic uh he had a lot a lot of loss of language um more moderate vascular dementia couldn't hardly speak very well, but uh, when I sat down and prayed with him, he could put together an entire prayer, and it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. So just mm -hmm. some he brought back memories. You that brought, recall connected him with yeah. the past. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Is there any research on that that enables physicians or scientists to perhaps uh, bring that? 
past, make that connection on a more continuing basis. Yeah, and that's something that I think that we try to use in therapy uh, and, and improve communication, too, is if a patient was a singer or was involved in the choir, sometimes patients sing to communicate. Agreed. And you find that a lot, especially in the senior living communities, those that specialize in memory care. They have specific programs tailored to memory uh, issues, right? And so there's a method to the madness, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah, exactly. There's always now, a reason. During our break where we checked on the weather and traffic, uh, Aaron brought up concussions. Yes. We hear so much about concussions these days through sports, through automobile accidents. A myriad of things can happen to you that creates a concussion. Do those eventually lead or does it increase our chances of some form of dementia? It does increase our chances of developing dementia, especially multiple concussions, like what we see with uh, CTE, chronic uh, traumatic encephalopathy, uh, that we see with multiple sports injuries. So um, concussions and multiple concussions uh, can certainly increase the the chance of developing some form of dementia. So it's very important that everyone stay on top of their own physical well-being and mental Mm well-being, especially after a diagnosis of concussions, having concussions. Well, if a person's been involved in sports, sports quite a bit. Uh, At what point do you notice some signs of uh, dementia? We would start to see some, certainly some short-term memory issues for sure, but we'd also see some impairments in what we call executive functioning, Mm -hmm. uh, organization, your ability to multitask, your ability to pay your bills or or do these high-level cognitive things. Also, we'd see somewhat of a change in personality. Yes. And so those are some things that we definitely want to look for for those patients. A lot of anger, right? How young can a person be to have those? Uh, you know, that's a, that's a great question because uh, I think we yeah. agree here is that uh, dementia, um, Alzheimer's is not specifically for people that are older. I mm-hmm. have patients in their 40s with this. So, um, you know, that's something we have to get out there is that this is not a disease that only affects older people. True. Remove the stigma. Seriously. Name it and claim it. Mm-hmm. Let's right. just put it out there. I, I guess that really gets down to the importance of being tested. and And so is that something that when you go in for your physical, you need to tell your primary care physician, I want to be tested for, is it dementia? Is that what you're asking Yeah, for? so I mean, that's one of the things I want to take away is definitely, uh, you know, getting a neurocognitive assessment. Uh, they can work with Arosa with that. Yeah. They can also uh, call Blue Sky House Calls and get the neurocognitive assessment. So that would be key first to, to go through a battery of tests and figure out. You know, there's more things than just short-term memory. The brain controls everything we do mentally and physically. So it would be very important to have that neurocognitive assessment. So this is not a chemical test that you take when you have your annual physical. Exactly, exactly. So you have to specifically go to a, a physician who... who does this exactly you have to advocate for yourself you really Mm -hmm. do dr hutchings you may mention earlier as far as physicians they have see 30 something patients per day and they're allowed x number of minutes per patient right so again it's so important for that patient and his or her advocate to go into the examining room and be prepared with your questions with your concerns and recognize to time is money in all fairness, so you want to get the biggest bang for your buck because this is your health. And don't allow the patient to go in to see the doctor by themselves. That's right. I see that all the time. 
and uh, they they go in there. They're in their Sunday best. Mm-hmm. They they come across very uh, normal, and uh, you know they it's it's very uh, it's a, a disease that can be missed very right. easily, especially right. in a fifteen minute period. Absolutely, it's a she said he said one of those, and then it's kind of you're left to your own devices. Uh, so people can know what to ask for. Mm-hmm. What kind of well, first of all. What type of doctor do they need to see, and then what do they need to ask that doctor? What test do they need to ask for? Well, a neurology is good for sure, um, but it, you know I would suggest again getting a full uh, cognitive assessment. Um, like I said, we, we do those uh, at Blue Sky House calls, and and you know that way we can identify what areas of memory are are impaired. Um, and what areas of cognition are preserved or, or impaired, and, and is this something that we need to worry about? Um, and then typically, what I, I reassess every six months uh, with my patients. So we're constantly on top of any changing in the staging. And you're also educating the family members as far as or caregivers what to look for in the event that symptoms change prior to the next six month appointment. Absolutely. And we've got another question here from a listener. They said that uh, they are interested in getting with you and asking about those uh, tests, but they're wondering, are they covered by regular insurance? So that's a good question. Our primary care practice uh, does bill insurance. Uh, I was billing insurance for quite a number of years, but as we talked about earlier, um, they give you only a certain number of minutes with your patients. Um, So I've moved more to like more of a private pay type fee schedule um, where I can spend an hour, hour and a half or even longer with a patient and not have to worry about, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the, the time constraints for uh and is there a a a test that is needed that they need to ask for Uh, i run a battery of tests um usually uh you know if a a patient is is um quite impaired then i'm not going to put them through a battery test i can't do but if somebody who's more high level um, then i'm going to run through seven to ten tests with that patient um, to test multiple areas of the brain so if a person's just concerned that they may have some issues or want to be sure they don't uh they, they still need to get with you and start that test. Absolutely, absolutely. And then also reaching out to have the resources like Arosa too that can kind of step us through yeah, this process. Yeah, we can help navigate that. I guess you can really almost talk yourself out of any disease that you... <laughs> you can, <might>. yes, yes. <laughs> Our phone number is 615-893-1450. So we've talked about the importance of being tested, and we need to emphasize that heavily because that sounds like the secret to the whole thing, absolutely. knowing what you have and attacking it early. Absolutely. absolutely. So if you do attack, is there, and this is tied to thyroids or well, can be? If there's if there's hypothyroidism or issues with the thyroid, that certainly can impact memory. But other things can too. I mean, if we're having severe depression or we talked about uh, when we're off air, we're talking about PTSD. So that's something that we look at too. Is there mm-hmm. something that's gone on in the past? Is there, or do we have multiple medications? Some of those can be causing the memory issues. Mm-hmm. So we really need to drill down before we just say, hey, this is in 15 minutes, come and say, hey, this is Alzheimer's. We need to make very, we need to make sure that this is exactly what we're dealing with because this is a progressive disease. So we have to be very careful by just throwing the term around. Absolutely. So if you have a complete list of all the medications mm-hmm. someone's taking, that can lead you in a direction. Yep. Absolutely. So once I stage the person, do that, I do the the cognitive testing. Um, if we do imaging, then like my next job is then to set the medication regimen for that patient. You Let's know, take you, another I'm, phone I'm call sorry. here. Good morning. You're on WGNS. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. How are you? Uh, yes, uh, I'm doing okay. 
Uh, I met a lady yesterday on the transportation van, and she gave me your numbers because I told her I had a bull, a donkey, and two pigs. Okay, I think I think you're calling Swap and Shop, <laughs> uh, and that show is over right now. But I tell you, if you could call tomorrow morning at 7:50, that would be great, and we'll be happy to uh, take that information. Thank you for calling. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. As you can tell, we do not screen our phone calls. <laughs> and, and we do that on purpose because uh, we feel that it's fairer for everybody. True. Right. And occasionally you get uh, interesting calls. <laughs> 615-893-1450. Talk or text. That is the number to call. And we were talking about thyroids and things of that sort. Are there... Anything, any types of food that we could eat or should not eat that will help us either get rid of uh, any of the dementias or avoid them? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, unfortunately, if you ask my wife, I don't always practice what I preach <laughs> when it comes to this. <laughs> well, let's hear the um, preaching side. <laughs> but, you know, we do see the highest prevalence of what we refer to as the apolipoprotein number four. That's the gene associated with Alzheimer's. We see it the highest prevalent in the Nigerian population, but we mm. see some of the lowest prevalence of Alzheimer's in that population. Um, so I published an article on this a number of years ago and following more of a Mediterranean type heart healthy type diet um, has been shown the research to help prevent it even if we have a, a mother or a father that has had the gene so heart healthy heart healthy mediterranean diet yes sir okay that's interesting i mean how many times do we have to hear that information before we think there may be a connection here with a lot of illnesses because right. no matter whether we're talking about dementia heart disease uh you know whatever mm -hmm. uh we we keep hearing about the Mediterranean well, diet. Well, and the higher risk we are for you know, cardiovascular disease, that increases your chance of developing some form of dementia. Remember, we're living longer with chronic diseases. So there you go. You heard it again. There's a message in that. Yeah. <laughs> now, we also hear a lot. Maybe we're hearing too many things. We maybe should close some of those uh, ways. But you hear about avoid dementia, do crossword puzzles, read books, get involved with things that challenge you is there any truth in that there is um and that kind of goes back to the caller's previous question about the music you know I, I, there are in, in the article that i published you know i talked about physical exercise is great and everybody's all about physical exercise that's wonderful but also we have to exercise our brain we have yes. to have cognitive exercise um when it comes to word puzzles and those things that's okay but we also have to train the brain to do something it's not used to doing creating new neural pathways whether it's learning a language or an in, a musical instrument or something that it's not used to doing that's a wonderful saying motion is lotion that's right mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right that's a good point now is, is getting a new cell phone is that a challenge? Is that stimulating your brain? Uh, you know, there's been mixed studies on this. Uh, so, you know, I think um, when it comes to cell phones and, and increased screen times, that can uh, that can increase our <laughs> chance of, you know, more depression and attention issues that's and right. those types of things. So um, that's a conversation we have with our kids at home all the time. So <laughs> tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. Take our final check on the weather and we'll be back and continue the conversation. If you have a question, since we're entering the final segment, get it to us quickly. We're all about saving you money. I'm Dave Ramsey on WGNS Rutherford County's Place to Talk. 
Weekdays from 1 to 4 on WGNS. If you're looking for that perfect wedding gift, baby gift, housewarming, of course you want to decorate for the holidays, please come see us. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Relaford Farmers Co-op. Please come and shop with us for all your farm and home needs. We have what you need for your home and your lawn, garden, farm. We also have a great selection of clothing and great gift ideas. Please come see us. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Relaford Farmers Co-op. We're located at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off of South Church. Let's learn about Adams Place, the area's premier senior living center. We're talking with Terry Deal. We do have the medical staff on campus. While they are not housed in the independent living community, they're right next door. So in the event of an emergency, in addition to calling 911, we have access to be able to bring a nurse over to provide instant assistance. What if you want to have friends over who don't live here to play cards, to eat dinner, or what have you? What I like to tell people is that when you move to Adams Place, you really are not changing your lifestyle. You're changing your address. And if your lifestyle still includes friends coming over to play cards or to have a social event with you or family coming over to spend the afternoon or spend the night, that is what you need to continue doing. Socialization is important for everyone. Adams Place has a full calendar of events uh, in each of our different levels of care. They need to just give us a call and let the staff direct them to whichever part of campus they're interested in. Just call our main phone number and the receptionist will get you in contact with whichever of us needs to address your needs. This is Terry Deal. Would like to invite you to come visit with us at Adams Place. Just give us a call, 615-904-9111. We'd love to show you around our beautiful community. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon, high in the upper 60s. Northeast winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, alone near 44. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 38. There is no safer place in the storm. Talk Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, TV 11. We are back. Our phone number to talk or text. 615-893-1450. We're talking about dementia today and all of the types of illnesses that are tied with dementia. Aaron Keel Rankin is with us this morning from Arosa Care. Also, Dr. David Hutchings. He is here this morning from Blue Skies House Calls. For people who would like to talk with you how do they get in touch with Blue Skies? Sure. Uh, our primary office in, uh, of Blue Sky House Calls is in Nashville. Um, the contact number to our office is uh, 615-340-6840. Okay, 340-6840. Yes, sir. 
and uh, that's uh, blue skies house calls mm -hmm. so you do make can you do the test in the homes yes sir yeah i can do the en entire neurocognitive assessment in the in the homes uh and like i said our practice also has uh, uh multiple primary care docs as well um so um, i'm the neuropathologist on staff the alzheimer's specialist but we also have primary care as well okay. they're wonderful and aaron i know that your group arosa care is deeply involved with all of these uh, any various any diseases. diseases yes absolutely and so if there was one thing that you've seen in in working with families that uh, you wish you could have gotten there earlier and and helped with what would that be I, mean, I think it's just the communication aspect um, just addressing the denial you know I have the saying we all have the saying when in doubt check it out and I'd rather err on the side of safety versus, you know, as Dr. Hutchings has said numerous times throughout uh, this morning's segment, is let's get ahead of it. Let's not try to play catch up, right? And um, I really would encourage the listeners, remove the stigma of anything that's related to the brain being broken, so to speak. Right. And um, so reach out to us. We're, we're accessible 24-7 and um, be happy we would be happy to um, talk you through it schedule a consultation and then talk you through it but also walk you through this process and be there um, i will encourage your listeners to reach out to us our murfreesboro office the phone number is 615-848-6774 we're just down the street here from the studio we're at uptown square we have offices that cover all of Middle Tennessee. So we're here in the borough, also in Shelbyville. We were in Nashville, and now we just recently relocated our Nashville office to Brentwood. Regardless, we cover all of Middle Tennessee. So wherever you're listening to us in this area, yes, uh, we can help you. Yeah, yes. and I'll, I'll say one thing, too, is that, you know, um, think about dementia besides just the memory piece. Uh, if you're battling with, with family members or yourself that have paranoia, anxiety, yes. sundowning, sleep issues, these are things that are extremely fixable. Uh, hallucinations, all these things. Yeah. Um, so these are the things that we focus on and treat. Yeah. We have one question in, and this is going to be our last one this morning. Uh, so we have about a minute and a half left in the show. This person says, I have heard some frightening things about the way you die with dementia diseases. Mm -hmm. uh, and I would like to know if they are true or is this something that I'm just wondering about? Uh, and they're describing people forgetting how to eat, forgetting how to breathe, forgetting period mm -hmm. uh, i see this on a, on a weekly basis i do uh and i can tell you that the the transition is is always peaceful um and we talked about making sure that we are ahead of the process and we get hospice involved and this is yeah. where um you know the brain doesn't recognize hunger it doesn't so usually when we are um you know going through that transition every patient that i've seen has been an extremely pa uh, a, a very peaceful uh transition right I think the agitation comes from the family members that are observing their loved one passing naturally. Yeah. The disease and is taking its natural progression. That again is where Arosa Care yes. can help, mm -hmm. and and be that friend, absolutely, the Advocate. bridge between mm -hmm. the family and yes. and the medical world. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. Again, what is the contact for Arosa? Yep, six one five eight four eight six seven seven four. I tell you, this has been a subject that hopefully has helped a lot of people this morning. And the Tennessee area, we, we have more than our share of dementia cases. And we thank 
Aaron Keogh Rankin with Thank us you, from Morosa Care, and Dr. David Hutchings from Blue Sky House Calls for being with us today and answering those important questions. Thank you. Have a super day. Stay with us. Much more to come on WGNS. <laughs>